0: Nothing like coming in for a candidating sermon and giving you a giant spoiler alert. (laughs) So you're going to talk about Exodus throughout January, but we're going to start with the end of the story today and Joshua, just as the people are getting ready to enter into the promised land. So hear the word of the Lord from Joshua, chapter 1, the first nine verses. After the death of Moses... The servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, as I promised to Moses, from the wilderness. And the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea in the west, shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. For you shall put this people in possession of the land that I swore to their ancestors to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thanks be to God for this God's holy word. Are you there God? It's it's me, Jess. I just wondered if you're if you're around if you could take care of a few things for me. That's pretty much how I thought about God for many years. Available sometimes, hopefully, especially when you need some extra help or if you had a few prayer requests. If we're thinking about knocking on the door of the Almighty, Scripture gives a different version in Revelation 3. Instead of us knocking on God's door, Jesus knocks on the door to our hearts, wondering if we are around, if we are willing to open the door so that Jesus can come in. Of this passage, as you can see, there are many rather dated versions of Jesus' kitsch. Which is why, at least once a year, there's one that really comes around as my favorite on Halloween. It's an altered thrift store art (laughs) by Etsy artist Jason Jones, used with permission. Recently, I started a spiritual direction certification program. And some of you might be familiar with, with spiritual direction. It's a kind of companioning. With someone who journeys with you and helps you pay attention to the holy, where the Holy Spirit is at work in your life. Spiritual directors ask questions like Where is God present in your life? My spiritual director often asks me, What is yours to do and what is God's to do? And the program that I am part of is called Tending the Holy. And while there were several logistics at play, a huge part of the reason why I chose this particular program was because of the name, Tending the Holy. We are all called to tend, to nurture, and care for, to pay attention to God's holy presence in our lives. The first retreat of our two-year program was this past August, and we walked into a room with a table set with lights and symbols of the spiritual life. And what struck me on this table was the open door. That entering into spiritual practices is not done out of some sort of obligation, but rather out of invitation. That God's presence is an open door away, an invitation to sit with the holy, to serve with the holy, and to live in relation to the holy. As you can see, I bought my own door. (laughs) It travels very well, but normally it just sits in the little corner of the table of my study where I sometimes hang out with God. It's a reminder that I don't knock on God's door or hope that maybe God is listening. I don't have to wonder if God is present. Instead, God is always present. Are we present to God? Where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence? The psalmist asks the Lord. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. And if I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the furthest limits of the sea, Even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. There is nowhere that we can go that God is not with us. Psalm 139 is like the Romans 8 of the Old Testament. No distance, no power, no hardship or distress or persecution, not even time itself, not even death can separate us from God's love. God reminds Joshua in our scripture passage this morning, Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or bummed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It's the Christmas message several hundred years early. Emmanuel, Joshua, God is with you. Admittedly, Joshua had a little bit of reason to be discouraged. And this is where there's a bunch of spoiler alerts for January, just so you know. (laughs) After all, his mentor, Moses, had just died. Within eyesight of the Promised Land, he could literally see it. And Moses was the one who had led the people out of Egypt, the one who had led them for 40 years, or at least what seemed like 40 years. And Joshua was still a teenager, likely, when he and his family and the Hebrew people had escaped slavery. And he remembers... Joshua remembers Moses' leadership in those early days. The stories of God speaking through ordinary shrubbery. God speaking to Moses on the mountain. God's glory shining off their leader when the two of them had drawn near. The fancy word, here's a little bit of theology fancy word for you. For the way that Moses experienced God is called a theophany an experience of the holy. It's like a close encounter of the God kind. And Moses has many, turning aside to see what God is doing with that burning bush, hearing from God how to answer the requests of the people as they trudged through the wilderness, through drought, and so much whining. There's so much whining in the book of Exodus. (laughs) And that whole Aaron and the golden calf thing while Moses was on the mountain with God. And through all of this, Moses is one of the characters of the Bible who is steeped in God's presence, like two old friends. And now, as Joshua leads the people into the promised land, he does so without the help of his mentor and friend and support. God's words of encouragement be strong. And courageous, do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Must have been deeply meaningful in such a moment. The Holy opens the door before Joshua, promising God's presence every step of the way. That's the invitation that marks whatever threshold we are about to walk across. Maybe it's what's around the corner in the coming year. It's hard not to think about that on New Year's Eve. As we launch into a new year, that symbol of the door which is always open and always inviting us to God's presence seems like a good one on the doorstep of 2024. What doorways are you about to enter this coming year? Graduations? Engagements? Expectations, vacations, diagnoses, elections, question marks, birthday leveling up, chapters closing for something new to open up. It may only be one day difference on the calendar, but there's something about a whole new year stretched out before us that gives us that take stock feeling. It would be impossible not to mention some new starts here at Covenant as well. One new associate with the arrival of Pastor Megan over the summer and soon in February after prayerful discernment with your APNC and myself, another pastoral edition. I'm honored and humbled to think about serving together into the future. But more than these kinds of changes, Covenant faces what all congregations face, this new chapter in a dramatically changed ecclesiastical landscape. The church is so much different than we were four years ago. It's more than updated technology or blended worship, uh, or rather, uh, what is it, hybrid worship like we have today. It's, It's letting go of rote religiosity It's moving from head knowledge about God to really embracing, knowing that God is with us. It's a new understanding of what it means to be the kingdom of God now. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's a new commitment to justice and digging deep for hope and peace in the face of unrest and all-out atrocities. Our scripture passage this morning is about this big change happening in the life of the people of Israel. And after being rescued from slavery in Egypt, after walking through the Red Sea, after coming across bitter water and trying to figure out how to eat manna, and spending 40 years wandering around in the desert, they are finally on the cusp of the promised land, that land flowing with milk and honey. And in the midst of that big change, God speaks to Joshua, the one who will lead them into this next step. As I was with Moses, I will be with you, and I will not fail or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. God gives that same message to us as well. In this day, Again and again as the Israelites are about to make their culminating journey into the promised land, God reminds Joshua to be strong and courageous, not because of his skills or because the people of God will suddenly whine less, but because of God's presence. And that promise for Joshua and for us is a pretty good one. Be strong and courageous, for God is with us. A reminder we could all use these days that God is with us, that God is present, because it's not only thousands of years ago that God was present, but still each day today. This is the message of Christmas. It's as if for all of time, God was reaching out to humanity, trying to always be in right relationship with us in the garden, in the wilderness through the prophets, in worship, in creation, until finally God came to be among us as one of us in Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. I pulled some friends a while back. When have you had an especially trying time and experienced God's presence in it? And I heard and read all sorts of modern-day theophanies. Some people had a distinct sense of God's presence like a hand on their shoulder or a calming presence that got them through an anxious time. Sometimes they didn't even notice it in the moment, but they could reflect back and realize it later. There are stories of people who saw signs, had angel visitations, one had a lone flower in the middle of a field in November, all kinds of God moments. Sometimes it was a song that came into their head at a certain time, that helped get them through. Tom and I were running errands uh, several years ago, and we were talking in the car about some pending changes and the stress of the transition. And the first store that we walked into, I still remember the song was, Don't Worry, Be Happy. (laughs) It was so silly, (laughs) but it was also just perfect for that moment. So what are your stories? The moments of overwhelming gratitude, the person who showed up at just the right time, the feeling of God's presence in the midst of loneliness. We are called to witness and share those stories of holy encounters. They give us courage on hard days, during times when we're trying to rebalance from the pandemic, or when it seems like no matter what we do, injustice reigns, racism, poverty, Read, they continue their tight grip. Reminding ourselves of God's presence helps us on days when we feel like we're catching up on the news like we watch a horror movie. So you can just see a little bit of the war and violence, genocide, and destruction. And when days are challenging, we need even more than usual to be reminded of God's abiding presence. May the Emmanuel God with us reminders of Christmas linger with us throughout the year. We don't pack it up, (laughs) put Jesus away for the whole rest of the year. It stays with us. Jesus is with us. So be strong and firm, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Into what doorways, I wonder, is God inviting you in 2024? As you walk into that new year, Be strong and courageous, for you are not alone. The Lord your God is with you, and God's door, God's open invitation to each of us, is always open. Thanks be to God. Amen.